Honestly, I was sitting here for, I don't know, 15 seconds wondering, how am I going to start season two? And I literally just clicked record because I'm like, all right, let's go with the same way that I started and pretty much carried out through season one with not having much of anything scripted. And we'll just see where that takes us. So uh, welcome to season two of the Roaming Thoughts podcast. It's been a minute. Um, if you guys are listening on, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, a cup phone, whatever, thank you. If you're watching on YouTube, I think you can actually watch on Spotify too now. But if you're watching the podcast, uh, you'll see that I've kind of like done a little something, something with it. So, um, yeah, this episode, you guys, is. Episode one, season two, Halloween movie characters, who would win in a fight? So if you remember from season one, I did, I think I did Christmas movie characters. And as I was going through this, I honestly thought that, like, I thought I, I thought I did this before because it was just coming back so, like, vividly that I must have already played this scenario out in my head at one point in time. So we're making an episode out of it. Um, if you guys were listening last season, um, we ended on episode 21 and honestly, it wasn't intentional that I was, I knew that I was going to have seasons, but I didn't know when one would end and another would start. And I thought that it was going to be kind of ironic with ending on episode 21, um, because of the significance of episode 21 for podcasts. And I won't like get into why it's significant. You guys can go back and listen to that episode. Um, but it wasn't intentional that I was going to end season one there. But I do think it was kind of interesting how it just sort of naturally happened. Um, so now we're back, season two. Um, and yeah, so I thought, hey, we've got a couple days before Halloween. And I've kind of got like a general, like the first few episodes of season two kind of already somewhat figured out structured at least the topic all right at least the topic um but you guys know how it works i don't necessarily have much pre-planned um but we do have something straightened out for today's episode let's let's just get into it okay very simple um if if you were going to take halloween characters not the Halloween movie, but like Halloween movies, the genre, which, I don't know, villain, bad guy, serial killer, whatever, who would win in a fight, okay? And so um, we're going to walk through, I, I honestly don't know if I want to go, because I think last season what I did is I went through and I gave you guys like, for the Christmas movies, I gave you like every single person that was going to be in this like battle or tournament or whatever you want to call it. And I think for this episode, we're going to try just going through like, all right, the first fight would be so-and-so. And then we'll kind of work our way so that I'm not giving away who all is in this giant like battle bracket thing. Um, but I will say this, if you are watching the podcast... I am going to pull up on the screen um, here and there, uh, like who the winners were per se. So 
Um, but maybe I'll do that towards the end. I'll probably do that after round two because after round two, you guys will know everybody. Um, but after round one, you'll see. There are going to be, there's a couple, a couple characters do get a first round buy because I put 12 people into this who would win in a fight battle bracket. And so I'll show you guys, if you're watching, I'll show you after round two, everybody. So we're just going to get right into it. I, like I said, not much prep for this. I wrote down like, honestly, just like the first ones that came to mind. Um, and so I came up with 12 and we'll go through them. I have not given it much thought other than ranking them. I rank them myself one through 12. So if you disagree with my rankings, come at me. If you, um, if I miss somebody that you guys are like, how could he not include this person or this character, this movie character in this Halloween battle? Definitely let me know because I felt like I was missing somebody all along. And that, that'll drive me crazy. So maybe you guys can point out the super obvious person. But there are a couple in here that I don't think you're expecting. Um, and I don't know. Like I said, I ranked them. Here's and But I have not considered like anything at all. So we're literally going to make this roaming thought like together. And I'm just going to go with it. And we're going to see who wins. As I was going through and ranking them, I really had this fear that because I was ranking them, based off of just like first initial thought um i'm a i hope that it doesn't turn out to be like that's who wins it you know number one seed wins it and the number like it was number one versus number two something like that that's what i'm hoping doesn't happen but again we're gonna just see how it goes so a couple things that i am going to consider though is the age and or time period from when these characters were relevant when they were in their movie when the when they were supposed to be from, okay? That's one thing I'll consider. Second thing is weaponry. Do they have any type of physical objects that help them in a confrontation? Um, magic included, okay? Size, are they large human beings? I guess they won't, not all of these are even human beings. So are they large beings or are they small? Are they on the heavier side, lighter side, whatever? Um, I also have... Something to consider is the dieability. The dieability. So, have they died before? And did they come back to life? Have they been killed multiple times? What is that all about? So, we're gonna look at dieability, made up word, I'm sure. And then the demise. That's the that's one of the other things that I'm gonna consider is like, where's their weak point? Okay. What, especially with the matchups, right? Because maybe it might be advantageous for some character going up against another, but we'll see. We'll talk it out. It's going to be all up here and we're going to get it all out to you guys together. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to season two and let's get it started. Okay. So the very first matchup, like I said, there are 12 Halloween movie characters that we're going to see who would win in a fight. The first matchup, we have the eight seed and the nine seed. Okay. So the eight seed, Coming from the 1986 classic, It is Pennywise, all right? We have Pennywise going up against the number nine seed from the 1996 film, Scream. We've got the slasher, so Ghostface, all right? So we've got Pennywise versus slasher. Um, initial thoughts, 
the clowns have, I think, like a scare factor that you really can't even compete with. Um, like you look at zombies or vampires or witches, clowns are always in their own like echelon of horror. And so I think that right off the first get go, like I said, I am just now brainstorming this with you all. So right off the bat, I'm thinking, okay, clowns, not a big fan of, um, but in all fairness, and, and I, I'll say this, I am probably going to be a bit, um, a bit bias on this matchup because a, when I was younger, not a, not a fan of clowns whatsoever, but B, the Scream movies are probably, in my opinion, some of the best horror movies ever made. Um, big fan of Wes Craven, director. Um, and I just, I like movies. I like like scary movies where you're like, well, that that actually probably, there's a, it's a realistic possibility that that could happen in our world, right? And so Scream with slasher like those are that's that's a classic like like oh yeah that could happen in my small town type of thing right not really but realistically like yeah technically like there's no magic involved right this is you're 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 trying to catch the serial killer right so when i look at pennywise and slasher um weaponry they both got blades right um, it's been a hot minute since I watched the original It. I haven't even seen the new one, so I'll, I'll admit to that, all right? Um, but I think they both got weaponry. And as much as I want to give this to Slasher, Ghostface, um, I think I'm going to have to go with Pennywise. You know what? Let's look up real quick. We're going to do a search here. And you know what? For those that are... Um, for those that are, are tuned in right now to this on YouTube or you're watching it on Spotify, um, I'm going to go ahead and I'll share my screen here for you guys. And we're going to see if we can't get some stats on this person. All right. Um, I'm going to just type in Pennywise size. Okay. So in the new one, we're saying six foot three. I don't really know about that because I'm going off the 1986 one. Um, slasher. Ghost face. Let's see how tall. Okay, so we're saying about five foot ten. So I guess size-wise, maybe we've got Pennywise with the um, advantage there. If we look at weaponry, like I said, I would say it's about a horse apiece. Um, age, time period, it was pretty much present day. Diability, demise. I think I'll have to give this one... I'm going to give this one to Pennywise. Okay, so right off the bat, I will go Pennywise is going to advance to the next round from it, 1986, Pennywise. Okay, uh, the second matchup in the Who Would Win in a Fight Halloween Movie Character Edition, we have the five seed. The five seed from the 1974 um, very scarring movie. I remember watching this one as a kid. And this might have like been the scariest movie. I remember watching this at my grandparents' house with my older cousins just a million degrees because I'm hiding under this blanket and I can't breathe, but I'm so terrified that I'm not going to like expose myself to what I see on the TV screen. 
1974 classic Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the five seed we have Leatherface against the 12 seed. So this is quite a stretch here. 12 seed from the 1993 Hocus Pocus, we have Mary Sanderson. So if you guys maybe aren't familiar with Hocus Pocus or the specific names of the Sanderson sisters, Mary is the heavier set one that rides the vacuum, I think, when the those little girls steal all of their brooms. Yeah, she's the one that takes the vacuum. Um, I don't want to beat around the bush with this one, you guys. This is very straightforward. I don't know on what planet Leatherface would not beat Mary Sanderson in this one. So we're going to just not waste any time. I'm going to throw Leatherface into um, the second round. And we're going to move on, okay? Here we've got the 7 and the 10 matchup, all right? 7 versus 10. I'll give you the 10 seed first, all right? The number 10 seed is coming from Child's Play, 1988, Chucky, everybody's favorite creepy doll, all right? Let's just talk about the significance of the character Chucky first off. Dolls are kind of creepy to begin with, but this had to have like instilled in people's minds the true creepiness factor that dolls really can possess. Um, so that's that's what we're up against, okay? Number 10 seed Chucky, Child's Play 1988, is going up against 1998 movie. So we have a 1988 Child's Play going up against 1998 Disney Channel original movie, Halloween Town. I couldn't not pick it, you guys. I had to put it in there. Halloween Town, we have Calabar. So if you are not familiar with Halloween Town, um, it's definitely not like a traditional um horror movie it's more of like a family fun halloween movie okay um calabar is like the main villain of that first halloween town movie he's a warlock um that basically is just evil and wants to take over the world well the world well actually he wants to i won't i won't ruin it i won't ruin it watch halloween town if you haven't um but you have essentially a warlock versus a possessed little doll. So this one, seven Calabar the warlock versus 10 Chucky the doll. Like, I just feel like in a practical world where we're talking about a, a living doll and a warlock, I just don't understand how how this doll can wreak such havoc. So unfortunately, there's not going to be a debate on this one. I'm going to advance the warlock Calabar from Halloween Town uh, onto the second round. Chucky, you're out of here to begin with. Um, I think I'm being semi-fair with this one because look at look at size, just size alone. Okay. Size alone. Adult warlock versus a doll, which is a couple feet tall. Okay. Then you add in the factor that Chucky is just messed up and weird, but Calabar is a warlock, so he has magical powers. So I don't think, in any sense of the imagination, you could have this doll winning. So we're going to put Calabar on to the next round. I think I'm being fair because 
of that, plus the fact that, yes, I'm not, Chucky was creepy when I was a kid, all right? Clowns were creepy when I was a kid, but I took the high road and I did put Pennywise the Clown onto the next round, so I feel 100% okay with throwing Chucky to the side and saying he's not making it out of the opening round. So the last and final matchup of the opening round for Halloween movie characters who would win in a fight is Battle of the Sisters. Both from the 1993 movie Hocus Pocus. At the 11 seed, you have Sarah Sanderson. So Jogging Memories, played by Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, and number six seed, kind of the leader of the sisters, Winifred Sanderson. So um, this one is, you can make a case. I really think you can make a case for Sarah Sanderson um, if, if it came down to it, right? If they were in a head-to-head Who's going to win in a fight? Sarah is probably more physically fit than Winifred. I think Winifred's the oldest, but you'd have to, I mean, somebody fact check me on that one. I don't know. Um, so I would say you've got Sarah's benefits are probably age, physical fitness, um, but and the fact that she can like sing and hypnotize, but I think, I don't know if the singing and hypnotizing thing is just for children or if it can apply to anybody. Because if you remember in Hocus Pocus, um, she flies above Salem and sings her whatever and is hypnotizing kids to like just walk to the, the Sanderson's house, right? But... And, and, and that was my original thought was like, well, that's her, that's her real advantage, right? She could just sing to Winifred and possibly, you know, I don't know, beat her in a fight that way. But then I was thinking all in the span of the last, like, I don't know, 30 seconds in the movie, all three Sanderson sisters go to the town hall or wherever that big city party, like the town Halloween party was that all the adults were at. And if you remember, they sang, I put a spell on you, right? And when they were singing that song, they essentially put the parents under a spell. So I don't know if that was like all three of the sisters have that like power. And the only reason that Sarah was doing that with the children was because like she's the best at it. Or if they really all three can do it and that, you know, the three of them doing it is, you know, it, it can affect adults. I don't really know. Maybe it's because you have the better voice. I'm, I'm not sure. But let's just, for the sake of the argument, like, that's what she, that's what Sarah brings to the table. Now, Winifred, she's the sixth seed for a reason, all right? With all due respect, I mean, she's the leader of the group. She is probably the most vengeful, Um the most driven, the most focused, um, where Sarah's really not, where it's not really working out for her is her distraction of the male species. Okay. Very easily distracted, um, seems to be primarily motivated, um, by men in general. So I think if it came down to it, Winifred's a little bit more strong-willed and like I said, maybe there's a case there, but I think I got to give that one to Winifred. And that concludes round one. So we're moving on to round two. We've got two, four, six, eight contestants remaining. Halloween movie characters. Who's going to win in this fight? Now we get the top four, okay? 
So if you've been waiting and you've kind of been like, yo, how is he not mentioned so-and-so? I'm probably about to, all right? So seeds number one, two, three, and four all got a first round bye. Opening round is done. Now we move into round two. So we've got the eight seed Pennywise going up against the number one seed. And I put the number one seed as the 1980 Friday the 13th character, Jason Voorhees. So I have number one seed is Jason um, going up against Pennywise. This is actually a fairly interesting matchup to me. Um, you've got two movies in the 80s. You've got fairly terrifying in their own right, fairly terrifying um, characters here. And I think physically one-on-one -on -one altercation this would be an easy matchup um, or an easy fight for one, one character in particular. What I think we should focus on before reaching that point, though, is is this an upfront, like, meet you at the playground at 4 o'clock type of fight? Or is this something where it's a long-awaited battle, but nobody knows when it's going to happen. Because if that's the case, I think Pennywise could have the ability um, in terms of the shock and awe. But then again, like reality comes back to me, you know, this make-believe reality comes back to me and it's like, okay, but if we're looking at like a one-on-one -on -one fight, how, how is it not Jason, right? Jason's the number one seed for a reason. So I'm going to move Jason into... Um, into the next round. So we're going to put Jason going on to the semifinals. Pennywise is done. Jason, I mean, and let's let's also not forget classic Halloween costume, right? Simple but iconic, right? Okay. Just giving is it giving uh credit where credit is due, right? All right. So first first uh, matchup of the second round, we've got number 1 Jason Voorhees defeating eight seed Pennywise and we go on to the next round where we've got the five seed Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre and this one is messing with me even because I just put it in there I didn't think twice I'm like we're going to debate it now in the podcast five seed Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1974 is going to go up against in the second round from the 2001 classic hit movie Harry Potter Okay, number four seed here is Lord Voldemort. Now, a year ago, I would have said, you have some nerve cult putting Harry Potter within the echelon of Halloween movies. But I watched the entire series again, series, saga. I watched all of the Harry Potter movies um, like a week or two ago. And I gotta admit, between like, the fall leaves and the autumn weather and just the overall ambiance of this season. You turn on a Harry Potter movie, especially that first one. Really in that first one, I get how it's like, yeah, that's a Harry Potter or that's a Halloween movie, right? You've got witches and uh, wizards, right? That itself is pretty Halloween-ish, but I never really looked at the Harry Potter movies as Halloween ones. I just thought that they were kind of like maybe like a fantasy category but they've got a lot of halloween um characteristics about it and so i thought you know what let's do it and so this is where we have voldemort the four seed against leatherface the five seed now 
This is a very interesting one because I could actually see, and again, we're not going to know. I'm not even going to know myself until I talk, I talk us through the rest of these fights to see how the matchups work out and everything. But, and I don't, I honestly, at this point in time, right now, what, about 25 minutes into this um, podcast, I I don't even know right now if I'm going to decide Voldemort or Leatherface. So we're going to, we're truly, and this is why I don't script this or write out, you know, pre-plan this, this podcast for the majority, because this is the roaming thoughts. We're going to let them roam. And I, at this moment, would not be surprised if Voldemort could make it all the way to the championship and win this. So let's talk it through. Okay. Five seed Leatherface. You've got this like, and I'm not saying this is an insult. This is like, go watch the movie from 1974. It's basically like inbred hillbilly, like closet people. Um, and this guy is just super, like super large and just has a taste for or, or motivation to kill, right? Does it help that he uses a chainsaw? Yes. Does it help that he is very creative with um, his weaponry and the use of it? Yes. Very gruesome. Um, Leatherface has a lot going on. Um, almost has that like, um, like inability to recognize pain sometimes, right? Like uh, somebody's going to go swinging at him really not going to phase him much. We see what happens when maybe other instruments are used, but you're going up against in five C leather face here. You're going up against large size. Diability is pretty low. It is a realistic possibility, but I would say, you know, this is not a fragile character, right? Weaponry, very unique. Um, I think out of all of our characters in this, battle bracket this is the only person that uses a gas powered um weapon so take that for what it is um and then demise i mean persistence i guess could be the demise here you look at four seed Voldemort. i mean come on depending on how far you want to get in the movies i mean you've got somebody because let's let's be frank about this in the first beginning harry potter movies like physically not much of an intimidation factor here. Towards the end, you realize, okay, now it's a physical embodiment of a, a wizard. Um, oh, but by the way, you have to destroy these seven items in order to even get to the point where he's going to be mortal. So depending on the context with Voldemort, I mean, he's got a lot in his uh, arsenal to back up a confrontation with somebody of Leatherface's um stature i think i you know what talking this one through i've already talked myself right into it Voldemort's going on to the next round you guys because um i just don't see how i really don't see how a very large probably lower iq villain with a chainsaw who isn't really all that fast Physically strong, but not incredibly fast. You're going up against a, a wizard, right? So like a swing of the wand and that that chainsaw is up in the air, right? Or 
Voldemort's using the chainsaw against Leatherface. Like, and then you talk about like escaping, right? Physically escaping a confrontation. Like Voldemort's going to be able to just like, he's out of there. So I'm going to give this one to Voldemort. We're going to go on to the third battle of round two. We have number seven from Halloween Town, Calabar, the warlock against number two seed, Freddy Krueger. Yes, 1984, A Nightmare on Elm Street. You've got Freddy Krueger against Calabar. Um, interesting here because I wouldn't say Freddy necessarily is using magic, but you're also talking about like unrealistic like this isn't this isn't ghost faced or slasher from scream right like killing in dreams and like being an entity there and then coming into the real like this is just kind of a different a different echelon and i've used that word twice now in a podcast same episode so take that for what it is but we're looking at a little bit of a of an interesting matchup right because freddy's not um he's definitely not like a wizard or a warlock where he's got magic but he definitely has like an x factor right caliber on the other hand um definitely has magical powers which comes in quite handy like i said we just saw voldemort overtake leatherface and a huge portion of that went to the fact that voldemort has magic powers okay so we look at caliber he's got magic powers freddy krueger i mean We've got probably the most, perhaps, it could be close with Leatherface's chainsaw, but um, I would be willing to say that Freddy Krueger's scissor fingers um, or like blade hand, whatever. Yeah, not Edward scissor hand. He's got like the blade fingers um, is probably the most iconic Halloween horror weapon, I guess. Um so his ability to attack in his sleep, I mean, I don't know any warlocks personally, but I'm assuming Calabar has to go to bed. Um, and we saw in Halloween Town what he looks like when he's not doing so hot physically. Um, and so I don't think, especially at his age, right? At his age, pulling an all-nighter is going to be a tough one. Um, so I'll actually give this one, I, I think I'm going to give this one to Freddy Krueger because... I never thought about it, but really that sleep thing is going to be a big one because unless, unless warlocks don't sleep, like, cause like if a warlock is in their dream, can they still use magic? I don't know if that works, but uh, that might change it. That could possibly change it if he can use magic, but how do you kill him then? Right? Well, we know how to kill Freddy Krueger. So Here's what's holding me up is that it was a Disney Channel original movie, right? So, like, really, what is Caliber capable of? Um, geez, you guys, this is a tough one. Freddy Krueger versus Calabar. I and and I love Nightmare on Elm Street. Even the remake, the remake. Um, that was I like the remake. Um but we're talking 1984. I, I stuck with the originals. If you guys are like, oh, geez, you missed so many new movies. Call me out on it. I'm sure I did. Um, I'm just kind of sticking with the cold, hard classics here. Freddy Krueger, Calabar. I just want to give it to Freddy Krueger because he's so iconic. But if you consider the magic thing, like that could really go far, I think. 
Jeez. Um, but then where, where does it stop? Right. If we're going to just go with like, Oh, you have to have magical powers. Um, then we kind of know how this could end. And at some point it's got to stop. Right. So if caliber goes to sleep, well, and that's when Freddie's going to come out, right? Freddie's going to come out. Then I'm going to give it to Freddie. Okay. I talked myself into it. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say warlocks and wizards got to sleep. Um, so I'm going to say, yeah, Freddie's going to hang back until the timing is right. And when it's best suited for him to go at Calabar, that's when he's going to do it. So Freddy Krueger moves on to the semifinals. This is the final matchup of round two, you guys. We have number six seed Winifred Sanderson from Hocus Pocus, the leader of the Sanderson sisters, versus number three seed from the 1978 self, self, no, not self-titled. Named after the holiday, Halloween. We've got Michael Myers, okay? Number three seed, Michael Myers versus number six seed, Winifred Sanderson. Um, the biggest thing going for Michael Myers is the diability, right? Um, can he die? How hard is it to kill him? Things of that nature. Um, and then the biggest thing that Winifred brings is she's got the magical powers. And it didn't work for Calabar. It did work for Voldemort. Um, where is it going to land for Winifred? Michael Myers. I mean, I'm just looking at like, again, age, time period, weaponry, size, diability, demise. Um, if I compare the two, Michael Myers with Winifred, age, I guess Michael Myers, time period, I'm going to give to Michael Myers as well because Winifred's coming from, I don't even know, what was it, the 1400s, 1600s? somewhere you know pre 17th or pre 18th century i guess right um so time period i'm going to give michael myers the advantage just because of know-how uh weaponry weaponry i'm going to go with the way that winifred sanderson uses her powers you would not like it's not the same as voldemort right it's not the same as calabar winifred basically can have a book move to her she can fly in a broom she can cast spells but i don't know if you even saw much of use of a wand now that i recall it, i don't know if you really did but really her biggest thing is like making a potion and then you have to get the the other person to drink it and then you can kill them so i don't see michael myers really going for that uh michael myers on the other hand like it's just going to be done with brute force right um so weaponry, well, and, you know, knives, so, not sword, knives. Weaponry, I'll also give to Mike My Michael Myers. Size goes to Michael Myers. Diability, um, I'm going to give that one to Michael Myers too, because like I said, you know, how difficult is it to kill them, right? And technically for the Sanderson sisters, they only had from the time the candle was lit to sunrise so i'm gonna give yeah michael myers there and demise yeah this this is a this is a pretty straightforward one three seed michael myers is gonna go on um and they eliminate winifred sanderson so there are no sanderson sisters left we are on to the semifinals. um let me pull it up for those that are watching so that you guys can see here um can we do this yes there we go all right, so you guys can see right now we've got, if it can load, 
for the semifinals, we have Jason versus Voldemort. We've got Friday the 13th versus Harry Potter, 1980 versus 2001 and on. Um, Jason and Voldemort, this is an interesting one because, again, you've got the use of magic, right? You've got the use of magic, and I think that's going to go a long way. I really do. Jason... I mean, he is still human, right? If we look at, and I've, I'll preface with this. Um, the most recent Friday the 13th I've watched is actually the remake. Uh, so I'm trying to make sure that I keep those fairly straight. But I mean, in the end, the, the character really isn't going to change all that much in terms of like when it comes down to it, who's going to win a fight. Um, but like, there still is that, cognition of knowing who they are what they've gone through things like that Voldemort this is interesting because I'm thinking about how like if these two really were face to face Voldemort really would it's just like the the forbidden spell is it like Avada Kedavra or whatever it is like he's gonna Voldemort's just gonna do that to Jason um, but I guess it depends on when are you catching Voldemort? Are you catching him when he's, you know, at his weaker state or not? Are you catching him, uh, when all of the Hork cruxes are still, um, you know, out there? And again, for those like not familiar with Harry Potter, long story short, Voldemort, ah, uh, do I want to ruin it? Come on. Yeah. It's been years. Voldemort is immortal because he split his soul into different objects. And as long as those objects aren't destroyed, he can't be killed. Um, so I think that that's probably something important to pull out right now in the semifinals is, you know, context, right? Are the Horcruxes still out there? Is he immortal or not? But again, like we saw with past, um, past characters, you, you know, even in the opening round, like, well, they appeared immortal at times too. So um, I'm going to give this one, I ah, whatever, let's ruffle some feathers. This one's going to go to Voldemort. We're going to go Voldemort um, for the one-on-one uh, -on -one matchup versus Jason in the semifinals. So Voldemort is actually going to move on to the finals, the four seed from Harry Potter um we're gonna put him on to the next round and he is there so going back to the final matchup of the semifinals, and then we reach the finals um we have freddy krueger the two seed from a nightmare on elm street 1984 versus 1978 halloween michael myers um this one this is kind of this is probably one of the more fun matchups for me because you have two classic movies, all-time classics, right? Two iconic Halloween characters, villains. Um and I feel like they bring a lot of equality to the table in terms of like what could kill him? What could keep him alive? What are their advantages? Where are their disadvantages, right? Freddy Krueger. So let's, let's be frank about this. 
age I'm going to give to Mike Myers, Michael Myers. Time period, I guess I'll default to Freddy Krueger because we're talking six years further into the future from the original Halloween. Um, so I'll give that one. So they split it there. Weaponry, I'm going to go with probably Freddy Krueger here because the hands, right? I couple the the razor hands plus attacking in somebody's dreams. Um, Size-wise, though, you go back to Michael Myers. Diability, again, how many times did they think Michael Myers was dead? And how difficult is it to kill Freddy Krueger? So I would say that could either that could go either way. Could be a little bit of a wash. And then you look at the demise, and you've got with Freddy Krueger, there's like the initial fear, and then it's almost like a communal um like motivation for revenge on Freddy Krueger. Where with Michael Myers, you have kind of this like urban legend type um I don't know, uh, myth about him. Okay, so Demise, I would actually give Michael Myers the benefit there. Um, so just looking at the, you know, one, two, three, four, five categories or topics of consideration, we're at Michael Myers with the advantage right now, but let's look at who's going to win in a fight, right? Um Michael Myers is probably going to move a little bit slower. Freddy Krueger, I feel, is perhaps more agile. If I'm looking at one-on-one -on -one here, um, even in, let's just say, even in Michael Myers' dreams, I still like his chances here. Um, I really like his chances. And he did win the consideration on the topics. Um, I think he could take them. I really do. Yeah, I'm going to do it. We're going to put, we're going to put Michael Myers, um, yeah, advancing into the next round. So this is kind of cool because it didn't work out as I was fearing. We've got um, the one and the two seed are out of this right here. So that leaves us down to the finals um, for who would win in a fight Halloween movie characters for the championship. The four seed Lord Voldemort from Harry Potter versus the three seed Michael Myers from Halloween. Let's get into it. Okay. Again, on the surface, physical stature is really helping Michael Myers' case. It's it's funny that it didn't necessarily benefit um, Jason against Voldemort. So kind of looking at the history of what's happened throughout this tournament of Halloween movie characters, um, we should be seeing Voldemort, you know, going on, possibly winning the championship here. But let's also make sure we do our due diligence. So Voldemort, let's look at the track record, okay? Um, got a first round by, went up against Leatherface. Physically intimidating character. Um, perhaps one of the most violent uses of weaponry and I, I, I think those are probably the two biggest things with Leatherface. Okay, so Voldemort goes past Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre in round two. 
faces up against Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th. And almost in a similar fashion, it, 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 it ironically enough, throughout all three of their matchups, Voldemort really kind of faces similar characters just with di different weaponry, right? Um, Jason and Michael Myers being probably the most similar, I would say, but it's it's very funny now that I look at this, like Voldemort kind of went up against the same three. Um, and so that I think is very telling. Now we look at Michael Myers, who did they go up against, right? First round by comes into round two against Winifred Sanderson. Um, clearly more physically uh, capable, right? And, but is tested. I feel like out of, between Voldemort and Michael Myers, Myers gets the most variety in terms of who their enemy is, okay? Winifred Sanderson, female witch. Freddy Krueger, burned up male is he alive? Is he dead? He's in his dreams. Totally different, like, repertoire of an enemy, okay? And then you get into, now they're facing Lord Voldemort. So, on paper, Michael Myers actually looks pretty good because it appears as though they can handle um, a diverse set of opponents, okay? Voldemort, Michael Myers... For the championship. Jeez. I mean. Michael might. Like Harry Potter right. Harry Potter kind of had this. Um, just almost annoyance. Of a determination. Right. Persistent. And throughout the series. Of the Harry Potter movies. It clearly had waned on Voldemort. Michael Myers. If you follow these Halloween movies. Also, somewhat of a persistent, um, perhaps, antagonist to those they're interacting with. So, a little similarity there. Um, again, it's when do you catch Voldemort, right? Are you catching him at his weak point in the early Harry Potters? Is it towards the end when he's mortal? Or is it somewhere in that middle where, you know, building strength, building that army, currently immortal? Um, and then with Michael Myers, what is Voldemort going to bring, right? Is it as simple as, you know, there's not that connection, right? There's not that connection that he had with Harry Potter where he can kind of um, like push himself into Michael Myers' thoughts and things of that nature. So there's no real like advantage aside from if Voldemort had connections to know where Michael Myers was. So it really comes down to when these two are face-to-face, -face, what's going to happen? Michael Myers, that diability comes back again. Diability, is it is it realistic um, that you can kill them once and that's it? Um, and same, you know, if you look at Voldemort, do you have to kill him with magic? Could you physically just kill him? Um, yeah, you know, if you look at all of the entire field of competitors here, I almost think this one, it's got to go to Voldemort. I, I got to do it. It's got to go to Voldemort. As much as I, I feel like you could 
make a case and say easily why there's no way that it could be because you know if if you consider consider these characters right how many of these characters um survived their the movie that they were in right so if you look at it on that sense i mean good luck finding one um i'm sure you guys could call me out on it but i think that part is not enough of a reason to try to judge who would win and who would lose now let's think about halloween right the holiday witches vampires zombies um serial killers what have you it helps to have magic right it helps to have magic and i think magic in the end is going to be kind of that x factor that unfortunately as as nice of a pick as it would have been um to take you know one of the top three perhaps the most well-known whether it's jason freddy krueger mike myers um I, we're gonna go with Voldemort. We're gonna say Halloween movie characters who would win in a fight. I'm gonna put my money on Voldemort. And again, this is look at the matchups, right? You got to look at the matchups and see see for yourself if they were in if it was if it was a different order, if it went a different route, would it still be the same? Honestly, if I'm looking at um, Voldemort, let's say it's all twelve against each other at the exact same time. I'm going to want somebody with magical powers. So I'm going to go Voldemort again. So that's it, you guys. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it. This is season two now of the Roaming Thoughts podcast. Uh, we are going to do one other Halloween episode, um, whether it comes out on Halloween or if we do it you know, tomorrow, um, whenever. We are going to do one more. And it is going to kind of fall in line with one of the, I guess, mini series that I did back in season one so um you'll have to come back and find out which one it is and uh yeah thank you guys for tuning in and yeah i'm excited for season two so we'll see thanks